Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Not the old movie. But like the uh, but 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 the genre of video game. I didn't even know that there was an old movie. I guess, I guess like think like that's where the idea kind of. No. I'm gonna find it, Chris. No. I'm gonna find it. If that I'm seems, wrong, that seems wrong. If I'm wrong, then uh, I don't know. I don't then know I don't want to be right. I don't know why. <laughs> you can slap me. I guess like we'll just go with that. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but okay. Okay, maybe maybe not go that far then. Um, but yeah, Chris, we're gonna be talking about the genre, going through a lot of the different things that uh, that have happened in it over the last year. Like this is yeah. something. It's a pretty brand new. Uh, well, I mean, at least into like where there's a lot of people playing it, kind of style of uh, game. And we want to talk about like what it is, where it's been, where we'd like to see it go, what games we'd like to see incorporate this kind of thing in the future. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a movie. Maybe. There, there is definitely a movie. So what are the um, rules though? Uh, so unless oh. there's a hundred people fighting to be number one, well, it's forty-two people, 42 and it's the people. same. Yeah, so it's it's uh, basically the same exact thing. It's the idea of like, oh, forty-two are dropped on an island, last one's standing, that sort of thing. So that's uh, that that that's there. It is, Chris. I All knew right. there was a movie, old movie <laughs> from. Let me see when when was this released? Two thousand, the year two thousand, Chris. Y2K. Whenever we all thought that we were going to roll over to the Y2K and all the power was going to go out. I was waiting for it. Everybody had their bathtubs filled up. I don't think we did, but everybody had their bathtubs filled up. I I I remember Dad had jugs of water. Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. We were prepared, at least. I remember... I remember like thinking like why why is this a thing and it's like well computers aren't as smart as they should be and I was just like well that seems weird. Well, the thing was that I think this is what I think happened. So there was all these reports that like you know they oh they had tested it out at such and such place and it you know the whole place like went down or whatever. <laughs> but I think they caught it early enough and did enough testing that it actually like they fixed any problems that occurred and then the other places that like didn't have problems just like i mean it was just like whatever it wouldn't have had problems anyway like they were assuming mm-hmm. that a computer is smart enough to know oh this is before i was actually created right you i know? don't think it would know that well some things may like it may screw up some processes or something like that but I don't yeah know. i'm not a developer i wasn't around back then in terms of like you know i mean i was around back then i also feel like the like the internet really wasn't as big of, so like, was there any, I mean, any place hmm. that this was, like, catastrophic at? But, like, because they, obviously they weren't able to do, like, hot fixes where That's if they not, ship, yeah. like, something to your Windows computer and I be mean, like, hey, here's a of. Windows update. Not that I know of. Here's here's a, here's another interesting 2018, or sorry, two, year 2000 trivia. Yeah? Um, I meant to mention this on, uh, on New Year's Eve. Ooh. New Year's Eve 2017 that we just left. Yep was the last day and only day when everyone born before the year 2000 were adults. That's right. And everyone born after the year 2000 were um, under 18. Yeah, so we've got we've got people uh, now who are who were born in the year 2000 
who are adults, Chris. Full-blown adults. I mean, it's how time works, though. It, it is how time works, yes. It just seems like, you know... Retrospectively, on this end of it, you yeah. look back at it and you're like, you shouldn't be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> that much time has not passed. Right. Um, okay, so... What have you been up to this week? <laughs> I was trying to like, I was like, I like that nice pause. Well, I was like, what were we doing? What were we talking about? Wait, we need to just. But the answer the was nothing. nothing. The answer was we hadn't talked nothing. about anything. This is like or the Lord of the Rings into the podcast. The Lord of the Rings tangent that we went on. Yeah. Well, which actually, Catherine, as she listened to that, she was like, you guys need to review the Lord of the Rings, like watch and review the Lord of the Rings movies sometime. Again, because we couldn't remember so much? Well, no, or? she was just saying like, because it was a, as an interesting conversation. Uh, and so okay. like, we should, we should go back and watch these All things right, and I'm review cool with them. that. I, dude, we should. I'm fine with that. Hey, you know, one thing that I wanted to do that I'm not, I haven't done, <laughs> uh, you know, there's that th- thing where you can like watch one Marvel movie all the way up until uh, Infinity War. That's right. And uh, um, like one per week or oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, one per week. And it would, um, then you'd be done through all of them. Yeah. I was like, I should do that. Haven't done it. I mean, there are certain Marvel movies that I wouldn't want to hit again, John, necessarily. There are Marvel movies you need to watch in the first place, like Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. They're totally, yeah, you're right. You're right. There definitely are. But there are also ones that I have seen where I'm like, hmm. Which ones? I mean, at this point, like Civil War, I'm kind of like, yeah. Ah. I don't need to watch. Yeah, I agree with that. Like maybe hit like the highlights where it's like, oh, this is the the big team up there at the airport. And I don't that's need to about see uh, Captain America the second one again. Yeah, I don't Winter know. Winter Soldier. I, I don't know that I would want to watch that one again either. I'm okay if I don't watch Hulk again. With the, Edward, the Edward original Norton. one. Yeah, with Edward Norton. I mean, that one really has very little to do. They include it. They always include it in those movies. Like, all the oh, this is the current Marvel universe. But, like, it really has very little to do with the Marvel movies because the bad guy in it hasn't turned up again. Yeah. And, like, he was still around, kicking. Yeah. The general, I think, showed up in something else, like, later on. But, like... Not not in any substantial kind of big way, right? So I don't know. It it has very little to do with the rest. And then like they destroyed a lot of things in that. Where I'm like, man, wouldn't wouldn't people know? And they, like in Iron Man, they just don't seem to know, you know. Or in, in, in like subsequent movies, they just don't I mean, yeah, seem they, to th- like. Things were pretty separated at that point in time. Yeah. Because also, why Tony Stark? Why was he not aware of this small town in Nevada or wherever it is getting trashed by Thor? That's true. Well, and then also like by the time we end up picking up Hulk in the Avengers movie, like Avengers one, which was amazing. Like that movie's great. Yeah. By the end time we end up picking him up, it's like there it, he's hiding out yeah. from, uh, from society or whatever. And right. so like, I don't know so far. I'm not so sure that that was necessarily justified either. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's hiding out from the government, but they knew exactly Who's where he was. Out? The Hulk, uh, Bruce. Banner. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, sort of. I don't know. Like, th- there is a disconnect between that moment and then whenever uh, the the yeah, original maybe. Hulk movie ends. Maybe. So, anyway, that's for another time, Chris. What yeah. have we been up to this week? I know uh, you asked me first, but I'm turning yeah, back around okay, on you. All right, it's well, the old switcheroo. I don't um, know if that's what I've that been is. playing a lot of, you know, like, not to, to jumpstart this conversation, but I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Yeah. Really into Fortnite. Um, I brought their battle pass. I've been playing a lot of that, having a lot of fun with it. So that's That's all I'll say on it for right now because we'll talk about that later. Boom. But, um, and that's kind of what's driving this conversation is just like, okay, I'm into this. Um, I'm going to do that. Last night, actually, I 
finally got Didi got me a pair of Turtle Beach 700 Stealth 700 uh, head. I won't say if I said headphones. It's a it's a headset for the uh, Xbox One. Nice for Christmas. Dude, or that's no, for awesome. my birthday. Um, so that was that was pretty awesome. Same I, day, but yeah, you yeah. know, I got uh, yeah. The distinction I, is clear. <laughs> yes, it was birthday. <laughs> um, I got those last night. Um, Very cool. And uh, they're awesome. Like. Uh, this is the, my first headset that I've had, gaming headset, and I didn't really know what to expect. I don't really have a lot to compare it to, mm-hmm. um, other than just like you know headphones I've had. But right, they sound good. Um, I love the I download. I, you can do either like Windows Sonic or Dolby Atmos. I, I'm doing Dolby Atmos right now. Surround sound, like it's like a, it, it emulates like a surround sound in yes, your headphones, right? It's a game changer. Ooh, and and so they also have like. Uh, active noise cancellation on them. Nice. So whenever I turn that on, it's just like, and like all right. you hear is the game. Right. And it's pretty fantastic. I love like so. Uh, active noise cancellation is super nice if you can turn it on and off. Like to yeah, where it's can, like, uh, yeah. oh, I can still listen to stuff on this with it not on. Right. But then whenever like things get noisy or like whatever, you can flip it on and yeah. and uh, and do that like. My, uh, I've got the noise canceling headphones that I use whenever I travel and mm-hmm. it's like super nice on an airplane. Just like whenever it gets loud, just pop that thing and yeah. sucks all the air out of, uh, what yep. it seems like all of this, like just noise, this ambient noise that roar, you didn't necessarily know it was there and just goes, whoop, right. it's gone, you yep. know? So very cool. Yeah. Very I'm, cool. I'm a, I'm a fan of it for sure. That's awesome. Um, I've th- always thought about like getting a headset. Um, yeah. and, uh, the thing that has turned me off about some headsets is like, man, if there's so much cancellation that I can't hear what's going on in the room sometimes. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I don't want to like. Well, there's like two options on this that you can. Number one, you don't have to use the noise cancellation. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the mic has basically a talkback volume, so you can you can hear yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it's also just like always open for you, meaning mm. like you can turn the gate on and off. You can either have the gate to where like you only hear your voice or what's coming through the mic whenever you're talking. Or you just have the gate off and it's open. So say someone came in the front door, you'd hear that in your headset because it'd come through the microphone. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's super interesting. And it actually picks up quite a lot, like more than I thought it would. Yeah. Whenever you don't have the gate on for yourself. The gate for like your friends that you're talking to is still there because that's native to the uh, Xbox, to Xbox Live. Right, right. But like just your microphone, like the headset gate, you can turn on and off. Yeah. So that's, and that's honestly that's really cool. So uh, it, it might be something that I have to invest in. That's great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I still obviously have a lot to play on. All I played was Fortnite with it, um, but I don't like. It was a completely different experience having everything in surround sound. Like, I bet. You know, I, I could be in a building like whereas before I could be in a building and like I hear footsteps, but I don't know where they are. Right. I just like okay, they're in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. I could tell exactly where they were. That's crazy. Like, they are like right here up here to my like back right That's you know, nuts. or whatever. Like, How does okay, so here's I mean surround sound. So it's it's yeah. obviously like in the horizontal plane. Is it also like is there like a vertical portion of yeah. this as well with yeah. these? Because like you would imagine with like normal seven point one surround sound, there's no vertical aspect to it. But if you're putting it in headphones and like basically emulating what the position of these things are, um with like a, a binaural kind of a thing. This is super like audio ne- nerd geeky. Yeah. Um, but like if you do it through through that way, like you could potentially get like an a above and below type of a situation. Yeah, I mean definitely it, it definitely um the above for sure. I don't know about below. Uh but the above definitely like exists. Like it's, interesting. It's it's virtual surround sound and virtual positioning. 
and it literally sounds like you can tell when things are up there. That's like it's, it's super weird. weird. Like, yeah, it's super weird. Um, it, it's interesting because it's all virtual and it kind of just baffles me. Like, yeah, you know, like the things that they're doing to make that happen. Yeah. Because um, they only really can play with like the uh, which ear does it hit first and then what's the fa- phase of it whenever it mm-hmm. hits and like reverb, like, reverb, like distance away, loudness. Yeah. The, you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of things they can play with. It's just, right. it's, it's mind boggling that they can make that happen with two speakers. Yeah. Right next to your ears. And in headphones as yeah. well. Like, cause I mean, with, Sometimes with like speakers, if you throw something like out of phase or whatever, you can make it sound like it's coming from behind you, right? Yeah. But like for me, like if you took those and put them right on your ears, it's like that yeah. would like it doesn't feel the same. So it's like how yeah. how does that work? So yeah, yeah, that technology is nuts, dude. For everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're sorry. <laughs> we're we're super in the weeds with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, like I said, that's our audio yeah. audio nerd. <laughs> so anyway, um, I am super pumped about those. Get you know, play more with those. Um, How much is the so you have the headphones, yeah, and then you have the Dolby Atmos uh, software. Yeah. Like, yeah. How much is the software for like Apple? I bought on, on sale. It was, I think it's regularly fifteen. I got it for like twelve. Nice. So, that's I mean, really good. Like yeah. I mean, that's worth worth a shot. You know. Yeah, for sure. And like a lot of like uh, especially the Bl- Blu-ray movies and, and everything these days, like that's what the surround is mixed in is Dolby cool. Atmos. So like the the movies sound really good. I I tried out some of those um, last night as well. Just to see, you know, That's I'm awesome. more excited about like the 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 Turtle Beach headsets, and I think there's some Razer headsets. They now pair with the console via the accessory button. So like, just like you would pair a controller with the console, really. That's how they they pair with it. You just press That's the button really cool. and hold the one on the console, and it pairs with it. And you don't have to do anything else. It's really easy. So and, yeah. so does this one plug in? Then is this a uh, no? It's wireless. It's wireless. Yeah. Wow. Like, I know it's it's completely wireless. I don't have to get connected to my controller. Um and yeah, blows my mind, man. Oh, that blows my mind. I love it. I know technology. I'm super pumped about it. Um, what I, else have you been up to? I also started reading Ready Player One. You know, we talked about that last week. We did. We said that like you were gonna you were gonna read how many books? Full books? Four, like four, full finish. Books. Finish them. Finish. Finish them. them. And that was I probably read more. That was gonna be one of them. Yeah. Um, because of the movie. Yep. And so you're well on your way. I don't know if well on my way, but yeah, I'm 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 well into the first chapter. <laughs> well on my way through the first chapter. Um, what do you think so far? And I like it so far. What's funny is like there's so many like so many people that will start reading that book and be like, "This is amazing! It's like earth shattering and life changing and all this stuff." So I'm like, I don't know, like I don't know. I I, I know the premise and I know like what it what it features and things like that but i've not i've not read anything of it i'm not going to before the movie i'm gonna go into the movie completely clear yeah you're gonna go in having read it i'm gonna go in completely clear and we'll see what happens i mean here's the risk with all that kind of stuff well this is the thing yeah i mean i obviously haven't found i haven't i mean ever i haven't read it up till now or started reading it Mm -hmm. but i honestly didn't know a lot about it up till now Hmm. i just knew that was this very nostalgic kind of 1980s love letter to gaming and television and all kind of stuff yeah and um so that wasn't intriguing enough for me to read it on my own Mm -hmm. but i also feel like like at least i'm not not that far into the first chapter i feel like knowing the premise i wish i didn't know the premise going into it i guess or like interesting where this is heading because like from uh, at least from what, what i've seen of the the trailers interesting i don't know like you wish you were kind of going into the book more blind. Yeah, 
We'll see. But then again, I wouldn't have started reading this if I didn't know that about it. So Right. And, there, and that's that balance, that fine balance between yeah. like giving away too much of it right. versus saving everything. Because you got to entice people to watch yeah. the thing and, and read the thing. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, this is the last thing I'll talk about. Uh, over the weekend, we watched um, the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. In 4K HDR on my... Uh, new TV. Yep. Holy cow. <laughs> that movie is the best HDR movie I have ever seen in my life. Interesting. Like, it blew me away how amazing that looked. It's got a lot of, like, uh, just colored and brightness dynamics bright anyway. Bright colors, yeah. Like, a lot of, lot of, like, light stuff. Like, there's, yeah. like, it's, like, super bright, you know, like, super saturated colors. It like it's to the point where we put in um, and wanted to watch Guardians of the Galaxy afterwards, mm-hmm. and it looked like garbage. Yeah, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy also is a fairly bright, like yes, m- like it's colorful a, movie. Uh, in the inside, the interiors of the ships are not as bright. They're kind of more like single color kind true, of tones. True. Whereas, but like the space stuff. But like this made the colors look dull. That's interesting. That's I was crazy. like, wow, that's insane. I mean, like in the Lego Batman movie, and then also just the Lego movie in general. And I guess the Lego Gin- Ninjago movie. Yeah. Um, also, I'm going to be completely honest, John. I missed a lot more of that movie than I thought I did whenever I fell asleep when we reviewed it. Wait, what? Do you remember, remember I said I fell asleep in the middle? You said you fell asleep like for a couple of minutes. Did yeah. you fall asleep for more than a couple of minutes? Totally fell asleep for more than a couple of minutes. Then that almost makes it a little bit worse because I think whenever in the review you said you fell asleep and you woke up and we were basically doing the same thing. Uh, well, And we do retread a decent yes, amount of the plot in that, that movie. Part, that is still true. Yeah. It's like I, I, like I missed the whole um, – hang on. Now I'm trying to remember what I missed. It was like between – you know when he sends them – um, he sends them in his like Batmobile so that they stay safe. Yeah, and then uh, something else happens. I can't remember what what he does. Well, he goes to like face off. That's yeah, yeah, by himself, and then yes, they and end then, up like rejoining him or yes, whatever. That that's the part that I missed. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, that makes that makes sense because like literally they have the exact same conversation before yep. that happens. Yep, and then right after that, that's happens. the two parts that I like. Fell asleep on and then came back to. That's probably the parts they should have cut out of the movie. So, probably. you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, honestly, for sure. <laughs> I, I do agree with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. I, I, uh, the, those movies are gorgeous anyway. I can't, yeah. like, I'm, I'm interested to. Well, it makes me excited to watch Lego Ninjago again. Dude, Lego Ninjago is good as well. It's, it's a completely different tonally, like, True, visual it's not as bright. Thing, yeah, yeah. But it, it kind of has those, uh, I don't know. It's more of a. I remember more like soft colors, like pastels and that sort of thing in that movie. Um, so it's not as like red and you know, yellow and black mm. that sort of thing. So I'm also looking forward to watching uh, Blade Runner 2049 in HDR. It, do you have the raid in in? Well, not, it's not HDR, but I oh. yes, I do have the raid, and we I, still need to have that party. We need, we need to have a party. We have a raid party and watch it. I watched it the other night with DD. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Okay, well, we need to make this happen. The raid and raid two. Yeah. Um, oh, was, oh yeah. So this week, what have you been up to? I have. I finished Sexy Brutal. I was talking about that. I, was that last week that I talked about that for pick of the week? That was that two weeks ago. Anyway, regardless, I finished that game super good, man. I uh, I enjoyed myself thoroughly in that nice. game. That's awesome. Um, where they go with like the story and everything is really interesting, especially like as you kind of 
develop like some of the puzzles like it's a puzzle game um and it's very time-based if if if, uh you if listeners didn't hear about this game what it is is uh in a very like uh reductive sense it is um groundhog day but with like murder mystery so it's like a murder mystery groundhog day where you have to solve these different murders in the the time of like 12 hours or that 12 hour period starts over. Mm. And uh, and so as you kind of go, you learn more about the the different people who are staying at this hotel and you follow people around and listen to their conversations and figure out how to save their life. Um, and uh, there's about nine different scenarios that you kind of have to go through and uh, they get kind of progressively more complex. There were specifically like three different scenarios um, that I can point to and be like, man, those were amazing like where you, you i got stuck at a certain point because i followed this character i'm like i don't even know how to save you like i don't even know what's happening here and then you like i i would have another idea of like oh well, let me follow this other person around and you kind of follow them around and figure out uh, in the end what actually small little pieces you need to change uh little little things that you need to do to save their life or whatever and that mm. that was super fun but then at the end the story does this really interesting thing that I did not expect. And I don't want to, spo- I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but it's like, it's, it's definitely one of those things that had me like, I, I was a little emotional about it. I was nice. like, Oh my gosh, this is uh this is really interesting and kind of dark and really emotional. So yeah, super That's fun awesome. game, man. I, I very much enjoyed, uh, enjoyed that game. That's awesome. Um, I've also been playing some Fortnite, as everyone knows, Hmm. And uh, the television isn't back yet, save for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, again, is still incredible this season. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the Fortnite, I played a little bit of Destiny. Destiny's got some updates. It's it's, uh, it's coming, yeah, yeah. It's got some stuff coming down the pike. I mean, this but... is the thing. I'm, you know, and I've, I've said this for a while now. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm okay not spending every waking, waking second with exactly. Destiny. It's fine. It allows me to play. Otherwise, I wouldn't be playing these other games if right. I was doing that. So, right, like, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. What's funny is, like, we, we're we're kind of on the other side of it. Where with Destiny One, I remember like year one, I was like, "Why am I spending so much time with this game? I can't believe <laughs> like is this wrong?" And now, yeah. like with Destiny Two, it's like I'm not spending as much time with it. I'm like, "Why am I not spending as much time with this game? Yeah. Is there something wrong?" <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. the same com- conversation just reversed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also I. I Whenever I hit situations like that where I start questioning, like, oh, why am I doing this with my gaming habits or, like, whatever, yeah. a lot of times I'll just be like, well, is it a problem? <laughs> no? Okay, nope. good, you know? Yeah. It's like, are you enjoying yourself? Right. Having fun? Not having fun. Because having fun, good <laughs> go. Not having fun? Well. Then stop doing it. Yeah, stop doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, awesome, dude. Well, that's what we've been up to this week. It's time to go into the The news. Yes, John. We have several news items this week. We do, in fact. The first news item I want to talk about um, is... um, Sorry, I got distracted (laughs) by what I thought might be another news item. Um, First, uh, uh, is it another news item? Was it breaking news, Chris? No. Um, Warner Brothers Entertainment CEO Kevin Chusara told the rap that Warner Brothers can't do what Disney's done. He says, well, it's worked really, really well for them. It's not who Warner Brothers is. We need to continue to create a balanced slate of all types of movies and genres. Um, 
this is from IGN. Last week, DC Films got a new boss and Walter Hamada, and now Warner Brothers Pictures chairman Tommy, Toby Emmerich answers only to Suhara. Toby, quote, Toby has green light. I have red light, Sahara said, meaning the process has been streamlined from its previous process in which films were approved by committee. Hmm. Um, the too many cooks approach led to box office disappointments for big films, Justice League, uh, Suicide Squad, etc. So hopefully... Interesting. The, uh, the recent shakeups at Warner Brothers, maybe we'll have more of a focused vision or allowed yeah focus vision um for the for the movies and we won't try to shoehorn a ton of stuff in there like we talked about last week with wonder woman um they're basically like hey we're just we're setting out to make a good movie which mm-hmm. is great so we'll a see. good movie that stands on its own it's yeah. not like necessarily a direct sequel to the previous one and right. it's not feeding into another one or whatever um, yeah i mean i think i think it's interesting for someone like one of these big studios to to finally come out and say the we can't do what Marvel is doing. Yeah. And that's really awesome because like that's one of the things that we talked about whenever we had Jay Pinions on the podcast uh, a few weeks ago where it was like, hey, what are some of the like the trends, our least yep. favorite things that have happened? And you know, we talked about that so many people are trying to shoehorn in universes. cinematic universes yeah. where we had the entire, like we had the one well, mummy it, movie and it completely yeah. fails. And it's like, I, I wish they had just gone off the bat and said, Hey, we can't do, or not going to do what Marvel does. Well, and then you look at like, you know, let's just, you know, use as an example, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies, who would say that they really, you know, like they wouldn't, would rather have those w- would rather have a universe cinematic universe over those. Yeah, no, not I don't me. think anyone. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's what that was their thing. We've talked about before that the uh, Bourne movies were this way, but those movies were also written in the fact that like they said everything they wanted to say in one of them, and then they were like, "Well, we have more to say. Maybe we make another one." Yeah, and then they made the other one, and then they thought, "Well, maybe we have a third movie to say," yeah. and then they made that movie. So it's uh, you just make good movies, and man. then they said, "Hey, we want to make a Bourne universe," and they made the fourth movie. Yeah. And it was terrible. Yeah. Um, along the same kind of lines, Fox's upcoming slate of X-Men spinoff films have all seen release date shifts. Interesting. Including a major delay for New Mutants. So we talked about New Mutants coming out this year. That's right. Um, it was originally going to come out on April 13th this year. It is now coming out February 22nd, 2019. Oh, that's a big one. Yep. So it's, it's uh, being pushed to next year. Um, actually, Deadpool 2 is, is coming out early. It's coming out. Three, uh, two weeks earlier, on May 18th, rather than June 1st. Interesting. Um, puts it before Star Wars, um, which is probably smart anyway. That's a very good call. And it's a call that I, you would assume that... The thing the, is, there was nothing else there, really. Yeah, well, and you think about like the Disney deal, where Disney bought this movie, and they're like, we don't want one of our own movies to potentially cannibalize the the sales and ticket sales of one of our smaller movies. So yeah. let's... Let's move this thing. Um, and then Gambit has been pushed from February 14th. We never talked about this, but February 14th, 2019 to June 7th, 2019, probably to get out of the way of New Mutants. Yeah. Well, and then it also gives them time with New Mutants. That that's that one's the one where I'm like, hmm, I wonder what, like, what are they reworking about that movie to cause that yeah, large of a delay? You know, like... <laughs> that, scene, that says reshoots to me. Yeah, maybe. I mean, sometimes movies, or sometimes studios hold on to movies for a long time. Yeah. Like... You know, where it's like, hey, you know, this person filmed this movie like way before this other one, and this one's just not coming out, you know? Right. I don't know. 
You never know, man. You never know. Behind just, the scenes. Uh, yeah, I just I like because we re- went went over all the movies last week. I wanted to make sure right. we brought that up. You know what's crazy? I, I think back to the first year that we recorded this podcast. So like what four years ago at this point? Mm-hmm. Five years ago? I don't yeah, know. Almost five years. How now. long that's been? Um, we had a topic where we talked about all of the like superhero movies and we listed all of them, yep. and we still have not gotten to the end of what we knew at that point. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah, I mean we're almost there. And they've at moved, that point, they've obviously moved things around like this, and you know yeah. shifted stuff. But and it wasn't you know it's, the movies that were listed sometimes were just like unspecified Marvel movie or whatever. Yeah. But like to the fact that they had these giant tent poles set down five years ago that we still haven't even gotten to. It's like wow, that's weird. Um, the other thing that I find interesting is like I remember having a conversation at one point about the number of superhero films in the, that were coming out each year and that they were gradually increasing. That's right. And we talked about how eventually mm-hmm. the market wasn't going to be able to sustain the number of movies that were coming out in that genre. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it's an indicator of this, but when you look at the box office from – box office as a whole was down in 2017. I don't know that that's necessarily an indicator of it. That's more an indicator of people watching things at home on str- streaming on demand. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like when a, the Lego Batman movie looked better on my 4K t- television than it did in theaters. Yeah. So. Well, and if you have your uh, your headphones on, it'll probably sound better too. Sound sound better. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> not at all. But like, it makes me wonder if when whenever it's like, well, the highest grossing movies are like, you know, Star Wars or whatever. Are people not going to see other movies because they're going to go see mm. Star Wars or like the box office had a huge December? Yeah, with Star Wars and Jumanji. That's right. You know, were people just waiting? I don't know. You know, like, or did it so happen where it's just like, oh, these appeal to me, and we have time. Is everything so the same now? This. So everyone's bored with it. You know, like, our audience is bored with what they're getting. I mean, the movies that have surprisingly done well um, this past year. Or I guess if it's in the past two years or so, like I'm thinking about like Deadpool one, like Deadpool one did like re, like did well for the movie that it was, was like that for this year or the two years I think ago, it was sixteen, yeah. So like and then Logan this year again performed yeah. well for what it was, like it, yeah. it it exceeded their expectations for it, yeah. And so I also wonder like if people are like, well, you got to give me a reason, mm-hmm. whereas if it's just another big superhero thing maybe it's not as much of a reason yeah. um i mean wonder woman did really well in the theaters and it's like we wonder haven't had fantastic we haven't had a like a good dc comics uh movie especially not like a a, a female superhero movie yeah. and so like that's something different that's something that potentially would draw people to a theater and so i'm wondering yeah. if maybe that's where we're at where and that's maybe why uh kevin feige is talking about hey the back half of our uh, marvel plan for the next 20 some odd movies which takes us into who knows how far out 2026 or something yeah um is going to be a lot of risks and is going to be a lot of different stuff so i find i find those types of conversations yeah that's pretty cool you know if you're innovating and pushing the envelope yeah i think that's pretty cool yeah along those lines um i actually saw that this week they uh the marvel's black widow solo movie landed like a writer they've uh they've assigned a writer to it it's not greenlit yet so it's not like it's gonna happen or anything but they do they have like put more into it um which would be something that i would love to see um and i've always wanted to see like a black widow 
um, Scarlett Johansson Black Widow movie. What if it's not Scarlett Johansson? I mean, she said she's into it, but it would like the timing. She has said that before, where it's like she said in an interview, she's like, "This, you know, it's got to happen sometime." And I, I would imagine that that's a like looking at how many movies are on her contract and going if it's like if it's going to be in this contract before we renegotiate, it's got to be soon. Mm-hmm. It's also along the lines of like I would, you know, she's, you know, she's. She does a lot of different movies yeah. and you know, like likes to take a lot of interesting different roles. And so you would imagine that like she's looking at her time and just going, if I'm going to put time into this, it's mm-hmm. got to be soon. You know, we got to put this on the calendar sometime, guys. Um, Kevin Feige has also mentioned that like, hey, this is one of our higher priority kind of things that we haven't greenlit yet. And so like. I don't know whatever how much that of, means. Whatever that means, right? And it's like it's not on the map. And that's so does that saying, even mean? Is this him saying I'm going to pretend that I care? Exactly. And it's like, I feel like that's how he's always been with like the uh, whenever people like pointedly ask him about the Black Widow movie or ask him about the potential for that. And there's all sorts of uh, of things around those like around him and then that question where he's like he'll like shrug it off a little bit. So this is the most most committal he's been about it. But yeah. you know, it is I still is. I still over a Black Widow movie, I would love to see a um uh Hawkeye Black Widow like partner like spy kind of thing. That would be really cool. I mean they they're do they're into the team up thing these days yeah. with uh with like Thor and the Hulk yeah. in uh in Thor yep. Ragnarok. And so yeah, maybe maybe a, a team up kind of a situation because then you get yeah. fans of both characters in the door and yeah. like, hey, this is this is appealing to multiple audiences. Well, there was that run of Hawkeye a couple of years ago that um, featured Black Widow. Yeah, and um, I really liked that dynamic. It's a really uh, good, really good series. Yeah, and uh, I'd love to see that in film. Insert Nick Fury, and it's just amazing. Yep, yep. like that's the best idea. I love it. <laughs> Um, Do have, oh, you uh, you watched the Nintendo Direct today? That's right. So Nintendo Direct news, Chris. There's a they there was a big rumor that was going around. It was like, oh, on the 11th they're gonna have this direct, and then obviously over time because Nintendo didn't announce this thing, they literally never announced it. Yeah. Um, it just dropped this morning at like 6 a.m. or something like that, and uh, and so obviously by the time it came around, people were like. It's gonna be like as big as their E3 stuff, and I'm no, not why. Why do you do this to yourselves? It's 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 gonna be what it is, and so they they framed it as a mini direct. Okay, and uh, so it's not even a full direct. Not even like a full direct. It was like you know twenty minutes long, and it really it they hit the bullet points. Um, some things got release dates, um, like Kirby. The Kirby game got a release date. It's fairly soon. The uh, the Hyrule Warriors Ultimate version was announced. So that's a, a game that was released on Wii U that we're seeing kind of remastered for the switch um we're also seeing a uh the donkey kong um tropical freeze from wii u Mm. being brought forward to the switch which i thought was really cool that's a game that uh, i wanted to play back in the day but uh will now get a chance on switch um they also announced a a remaster of a game called the world ends with you Mm. which was actually a ds game from 2008 oh yeah i did see that super stylized Really interesting art. It's a, it's a kind of it reminds me a lot of of the vibe of like Jet Set Radio, like uh, Jet Grind Radio, whatever whatever version of it you uh, you played. But yeah, so they had that, and then Mario Tennis Aces was announced, which nice. I am in for that. They announced that it's going to have like a story mode where campaign where you go and fight bosses and fight these things, like kind of an RPG kind of aspect of like upgrading things along the campaign. 
looks pretty fun, man. So, uh, so that was announced. And then, ah, the big one, Dark Souls is coming to Switch, which is crazy. <laughs> A lot of people love that game. Yeah. I have never been into that game. I was actually looking at that game the other night. I, um, because I have a bunch of backwards compatible games. I guess that was on a, a Games for Gold at some point. Interesting. Um, the and, original? Yeah, the original. Interesting. And I was like, I was looking at it. I'm like, should I dive into that? I'm like, no. Every time I've watched like gameplay of it, um, and I've watched a decent amount of gameplay of it, it always just seems like, oh, this looks really interesting. I understand the appeal. I don't think I would like it. Yeah. I mean, if you love it, that's awesome. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't. <laughs> now you can have it on the go. Yeah. Cool. On your on your switch, I will not play it. But you can you can play and get frustrated at it while you're on a plane. That's the thing. I kind of want to just dive into it and just see how far. That's the problem with that stuff. It's like Cuphead, yeah, or Super Meat Boy. It's like I just want to see how far I can get or whatever. Yep. And the answer is you can probably beat it. Just take some time. Just take some time. Yeah, I um, you know I was playing through Cuphead. I have not played since like that week before Christmas. Yeah. Um, I guess I mean it's just I got caught up in some other things. Yeah. And. I tried all the bosses and I'm like, this is going to take a lot of like effort. <laughs> so I did notice like what upgrades have you purchased? Because like there are certain upgrades that you can get that actually like help a lot. Yeah. So that was one thing I figured out recently mm-hmm. um, where the, where the upgrades for the guns. Yep. I was, I was buying some of uh, the perks. Mm-hmm. But you can is, only use like one of those at a time. Right. right? Which is fine. Uh, so like the one that the perk that I've found the most useful so far is the like dash through things. That one is amazing, especially for like the run and gun uh, yeah. levels. And then I just bought the, uh, which actually helped out a lot, um, helped me beat the last boss of the first island, the um, the gun that like auto aims to whatever's closest. Yes. Yeah. So it just ha- it has decreased damage. Right. But it allows you to do that. That's the one on certain on certain bosses. I have loved that one, yeah. um, like the genie boss, because it's, it becomes a game of like, okay, well, I'm going to, because I remapped the fire button to the trigger, so you just hold down the trigger constantly. Yep. And then at, like it becomes a dodging game of like, it's, right. it's kind of like uh, almost and that's the thing, a like, bullet hell, that's, I you think know? That's like the, that's the most amazing thing about the game, I think, is that it just like throws so many things at you at once. Like there's a pattern to it, but it's just like yeah. mind boggling, man. Yeah. It's like they kind of like, well, let's do this. Yeah. And now let's add this. Yeah. And now let's add, and they're always absurd. It's like, hey, here's, you know, like these disc things that are either shooting stuff and you have to jump on top of them or go underneath them. Or hey, here's some uh let's add in some some ducks that come in and drop some exploding <laughs> things that burst yeah. into fire. Oh, also, let's uh let's add some like uh vines or something that come in and like just stab you to death. It's like, what? Like how do you even come up with this stuff? Right. I love, like, so on the genie one, like, that was probably my favorite boss so far is the genie one because it's so ridiculously hard. Like, right off the bat, like, they open a treasure chest and all of these jewels fly out at you. You can't hit any of them. And so <laughs> it's just, like, immediately, you're like, well, you got to find the right path through. It's ridiculous. Dude. And then it's like, well, what if we do that, but then they seek you? Mm. And it's like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing here? <laughs> and then later on, it's like, what if we have those types of things, but then the entire thing rotates and you have to like fly around as you do this. And it's like, what is this? So yeah, that escalation of like 
these different phases, it's very satisfying to learn. And every single time I would enter one, I would go, I don't know how I'm ever going to beat this. Yep. And then eventually you do. And you're well, like, that's what? Like, I was, like there's a point w- at which my brain can't take anymore. Yeah. Like trying to figure it out at least. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I'll, even if I, at that point, I've, I figured out if I hit that point and I jump even into a new level, it's just like, this is a mess. I can't. Yeah. Nope. And then I, <laughs> I, I, just have to, I just have to quit the game. Yeah. Come back to it later and like, oh, that's how you do it. But like, right. you just need that break because your your brain is just sitting there trying to figure it out, man. Right. Well, and, and there's so much there's so much uh, like sensory overload going on because yep. like the music is amazing and, and it's like sometimes the the audio cues help you a bunch. Right. Oh yeah. Um, where it's like it almost it turns into a rhythm game yeah. on some some ep- like levels. And, uh, and so you're, you're listening to this stuff and there's visually, there's things flying all around and you're trying to like hand well, eye coordination it up. It's not one of these games you can just play casually. It's like, you have to be actively engaged in this thing. Right. Right. And, uh, there's numerous times where like I had to put it down at the end of a night and like just revisit it the next day where I'd, I would be like, I probably could beat this in a couple of tries tomorrow, but yeah. tonight I have no, no way. Yep. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> I love that game. So good. Um, was that the end of the? That's the end of the direct news. That's the end of the important stuff. There's some stuff obviously in there, some add-ons. There's uh, things coming to other games as DLC, but like that was the important stuff. Well, that's the news. Battle Royale. Starting to talk about it, John. About battling. So, um, in Royale. Last year, I think it was last year, PUBG was was released. Um, actually, as a like a. Early access game on right. on Steam on the on the PC. Yeah, and um, it's a battle royale style game. A uh, hundred people drop into this space, um, and you fight till the death mm-hmm. um, until there's only one left, and That's right. that person is the winner. That's right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner in PUBG. That's what they do. That's what yep. they say. Um, I always just assume that I'm Katniss. You super know? popular. Uh, blew up. Exploded. Um, it had it ended up with a huge like active user base. Um, wasn't something like? Can you look at the stats on that? Wasn't so, like twenty million people currently players, cur- concurrent people players. They, they've broken their like own record many. a few times. Twenty million sounds like too many. That seems high. We're gonna find out. Okay. Um, and so that became the new thing. I mean, it was thrown into Game of the Year nominations um, talks. There were like discussions with with big game outlets like. IGN about you know whether or not an early access game could be considered for game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, Technically, they did release their like 1.0 uh, version for they PC. Did. Yes, in De- was it December? Yeah, it was December. Um, yes, yeah, so like technically, yeah, they they crossed the threshold for um, putting out the finished game. I guess if you All can right. even call it that. Check this. Hmm. I have I have found the stat, Chris. So before this record, before the PUBG broke the record for most concurrent players on Steam at a single time, right? Yeah. It was held by Dota 2 okay. at 1.29 million concurrent players All right. That's a lot. worldwide. PUBG has broken its own record twice now. Wow. And so currently, the current record is 3 million concurrent players That's wild. of PUBG, which is over twice as much as the previous record holder. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, whenever you think about, I think, you know, whenever we would play Call of Duty a lot back in the day on like Xbox One or even 360. Yeah. Um, the most, you would get into the hundreds of thousands of players, but you wouldn't even, you know, well, maybe, would it hit a million? 
I, f- I feel like I never saw the million number. I feel like I never saw a million number, but that doesn't necessarily mean that if you combined all the platforms together or whatever. True. Yes. Know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but that I mean that's a lot of players, a lot of people playing on PC, which is which is yeah, crazy. Like all that's at once. and that's worldwide, and it's I don't know. That's that is a huge number. So it definitely, I feel like it has transcended even just people who play video games. Like yeah. I feel like everyone has seen a video of PUBG on their social media feed at some point. While I'm going over the rest of this, if you can also look up that uh, new company that decided to release a Battle Royale game. Yes. Okay. Um, so uh, PUBG, super popular. Um, everyone playing it, basically. Then uh, I think it was E3, Microsoft announced that, hey, PUBG is coming to consoles. It's going to be... I don't know if we knew at the time, but it ended up it's exclusive to the Xbox One right now in terms mm-hmm. of console space. And um, it released later earlier this year. Before that, though, yep, Epic um, decided, hey, we have this game, Fortnite. It's this tower defense game. It's in early access as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on, uh, on consoles. Is it on PS4? Yeah. It's on PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, yeah. so um, we, uh, let's... We could probably put it in there. Let's let's do a a third person only battle royale style game in Fortnite. What's crazy about the original version of Fortnite? Like the original version of Fortnite, like you said, it's like tower defense. It's like a horde mode, and you go through waves of this thing and fortify and and fight off waves of of zombie like enemies. Um, you had to pay to get into that. Side you still have of to pay. It. Like right now, and it's an early access right now. You basically have to pay for early access, but when it releases, it's going to be free to play, which is. Super interesting to me. It's like kind of backwards. Yeah, but uh, but I get it. You know, yeah. you like um, honestly, it's probably probably it's better so people just don't flood your game and you know play a broken game than and say I never hate come this back. and then leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have people who are invested, so it's I mean it's an interesting model, but it works. Yeah. Um, so they decide, hey, we're gonna do put a free, completely free side of our game out there. It's gonna be battle royale, and, and there's there's a kerfuffle. Because uh, they both run off the same engine, Unreal Engine yeah. 4, um, and um, Epic owns Unreal Engine, and so they had licensed that to PUBG and um, had helped them with some of the optimization yep. of the platform, and then they, uh, you know, from the outside, it looks like, hey, we took that knowledge and went around and made our own. That um, at the time, you know, like, and even that right now, still runs better on consoles. Like, it's... Like, if you're going to compare PUBG and Fortnite on consoles, Fortnite runs way better than PUBG. Currently, yeah. Um, and, it, and, it, and it's not like Fortnite ran smoothly right off the bat. Like, there were right. definite performance issues. There were definite, like, you transfer a game that is like a horde mode-esque kind of game to something that is a PvP kind of game, and you get this, even like the the bullet scatter or like the, how exact are the shooting mechanics? Like that's going to be way different between what would be ideal for a horde mode all the way to what is necessary for a player versus player type game. Like the player needs to feel like, Hey, I, I outgunned that person rather than, Oh, they just got lucky or whatever. Right. And so there was definitely some some things that they had to tune over time to get where they are now. But for sure, it has always run better than what PUBG runs at on consoles. Yeah. So I mean, even right now, Fortnite still has some optimization like that they can do. Like, and it and it's still technically in early access the whole right. game. Right. Um, so it's it's not 
technically out and released. So mm -hmm. that's supposed to happen sometime later this year. Um, both of us are on there. Now we have a third company. Uh, so the game is called Paladins, okay. but it has a Battle Royale mode. They're adding a Battle Royale yep. mode. It's there. They're adding it, and it's called Battlegrounds. Unbelievably enough. PUBG, <laughs> by the way, stands for Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. Yeah. Um, that's why that's a little controversial, because uh, it seems like it's just a... You know, they literally are like, hey, Pal Paladins is a hero shooter. Um, first person hero, hero shooter. Uh, I think it's first person. I believe so. Let me look. Uh, it's hero shooter, kind of like Overwatch. And uh, but they, they're pretty not a... Uh, Battle Royale style game in there. And like, this is the thing. Um, the guys from PUBG were, were kind of like upset whenever uh, Fortnite added in their Battle Royale mode. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and it is like, it does look shady, you know, to at best. Right. Um, but this is the thing. How many fighting games are there? How many racing games? How many? You don't own a genre, you right. know. Like, sure, you may be the first one to do it, um, but if that's the case, then we'd all still be playing Wolfenstein. Well, I mean, we kind of are, but <laughs> different you, company, though. Yeah, and Doom. You know, you get you get, you get the the picture. You know, right. like the point. It's right. like you're not the only ones to do it. Other people can do these same kind of games. Yeah. Um, and I think competition's good. Yeah. Well, even like the mechanics of it. Like you think about what it will take eventually to stand out in a battle royale kind of a genre. Like yeah. right now you have, Oh, the circle gets smaller and we force people together and together and together. But it's like, there are other ways that that mechanic, like forcing people together can happen in, yeah. in these, these types of games. And I feel like that's where you could kind of really go out on a limb and innovate a yeah. little bit. Um, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, I think that the things I love about Fortnite, granted, I like, I just, I, I really like Fortnite. I've been playing it a lot. I, I like the way it plays on console better than PUBG. Um, I actually, I think I like the aesthetic better. Like, it's more cartoony. It's more a little more outrageous. Mm -hmm. And they seem to be embracing that. They're embracing it more than they did even at the beginning. At the beginning, it seemed like, you know, this is pretty traditional. Like, the outfits seemed like, okay, you know, they were, there was nothing outrageous. Well, now you've got, like, Black Knight outfits running around. you got these, like, crazy disco sparkle outfits every single day. Like, there's yeah. some kind of, like, snow um, suit uh, camo white and gray camo yeah. um, outfit yesterday. And like, there's no snow in this game. It's not, it's not a functional outfit. It's mm -mm. just there because it looks cool and it's crazy. Right. You know, you have this, you know, a disco ball. The weirdest uh, one was the gingerbread person. Like, you know, like, yeah. Oh yeah. All the Christmas like, stuff is looks crazy. Like you're just straight up in a gingerbread outfit. Or the nutcracker. Have you seen the nutcracker? Oh, the nutcracker one is hilarious. It was super weird too. Uh, I kind of wish that they had had those kind of costumes around um, during Thanksgiving mm. because that would Totally be cool if you're like running around as a ghost or like a skeleton or something. That'd be pretty awesome for sure. Maybe next year. I don't think like that's the thing. Around Thanksgiving, they hadn't, uh, they weren't embracing their um, weirdness, and I kind of like right. that that um, quirky sense of humor and style. Well, when you think about like with PUBG, um, the biggest thing about PUBG is that it's it's fairly realistic. Like they try they yeah, try to true. make it as realistic as possible to the point like there's bullet drop, realistic bullet drop, and you have to lead a target. And there's very little like aim assist. Um, even on the console version, there's very little aim assist. Um, the camo like you can you change pants like to yeah. be more camouflage depending on where you're at and what environment you're in. Right. Um, if you pull up, if you pick up like a uh, a frying pan. 
right, as a melee weapon, you can, like, hang that on your belt, and if someone shoots you on it, it won't hurt you. Right. Like, it'll just bounce off of the frying pan in that one small area. So, like, there's if lots of things about PUBG that they're just going for as realistic as possible yeah. here. Um, and... Fortnite totally not doing that. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's like they're embracing the fact that it's a cartoony art style. Yep. They're embracing the fact that it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. Well, like the, um, the, the new they have these jump pads. You can jump back up and, and parachute back down again. They yeah. have like they just re uh, introduced a campfire that will heal you, you know, yeah. like crazy stuff. Yeah. And so I think like that is also nice because it's like, oh, depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a kind of a more serious kind of a uh, yeah. a a game you can go for PUBG. And if you're looking for like a more ridiculous thing, you can go for Fortnite. Yeah. And both are definitely valid. I've had a lot of fun with both of those games. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I mean in PUBG you can also like there's vehicles, the map feel like is True, a little yeah, bit bigger. Vehicles, yeah. And so like you can travel in vehicles you if you if you get caught outside the storm or whatever and don't have a vehicle, it's like you can't outrun it. Whereas in Fortnite there are no vehicles that you can get in. Yeah. And so you'll just have to outrun it on your on foot. And so there's like those big differences um, between the games, but yeah. yeah. No, I mean, so like, let's talk a, a minute for like, um, so we obviously like, we lean more towards Fortnite, but what are, th- what are some like things that we'd love to see in um, the battle Royale genre in the future? Like one of them to me, and this is coming with PUBG. Um, I think it's, is, I think it's out on, PC maybe coming out soon for consoles, but I think it's like actually mu- multiple the, maps. Oh, multiple maps, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one thing. Like playing, you know, like the gameplay loop is so addictive. You just want to keep going, 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 going. Right. I would love to see some kind of variation in the maps. I don't. I don't know if like they could. They could do this in a couple of different ways. They could develop a whole new map. They could do random maps um, where things just kind of spawn randomly. I don't know if I want that as much cause I do love learning the map. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I know there's a house over here. Let's see if we can get over there. That's you know? part of like the gameplay. Like honestly, Fortnite, we've been, been like, I've been getting better at it over mm-hmm. time. And a lot of that is just because of like locational awareness where it's yeah. like, okay, I know that over this hill, there's going to be a cave. Yeah. And it's like the cave may look slightly different or it may like have a different layout, but it's going to be a cave. Yeah. And there are some random elements in, and even Fortnite where it's like, oh, some of the layouts will be slightly different in the house to like wall off where a chest potentially would be, depending on where a chest is located. Yeah. Well, yeah, they'll they'll put it in different parts of the house, you know, right. like the chest spawn in various areas, which is cool. Like I do like that randomness, you know, yeah. like, hey, there might be something here that might not be. You know? It's it's this element of uh of guessing where it's like you could drop in and not get anything and honestly the first time we won like actually got like came (laughs) out as the winners yeah we had garbage the entire match yep like we we went down and it's like oh here we have some like just normal kind of common weapons and like i got downed like every time we got into a firefight save for the final firefight yep because I had no weapons and no ammo either. I think I was out of ammo for a lot of that. Yeah. And basically, I just served it as a distraction. And then, <laughs> as I, as they were trying to shoot me, you and and Aaron would just, oh, there we go. You know, um, ended up taking out a lot of people that yeah, match. Yeah, took out 10, 10, 10 guys total. Yeah, that was that was wild. Like ten yeah. percent of the field we eliminated, which which feels pretty good. It's pretty awesome. Um, so like they're doing, you know, like new maps would be great. Um, I think you know, like maybe a rotating two or three. Yeah. I mean, at least at least another one. Yeah. One thing that I think is interesting that Fortnite uh, just um, announced they're going to add something to the current map. They're going to add another town hmm. and a mine. 
Interesting. Which is cool. Like I don't, I don't know if it's like they're looking at maybe player data, where people are going. Like maybe there's areas of the map that just aren't being traversed or used at all. And yeah. so they're like, hey, let's make this a little more uh, appealing to travel to this area or something. I'm not sure what the reasoning is mm-hmm. or even where this will go, but it's kind of cool that they're making a change like that. Definitely. Um, and they've done some cool like one-off events. They did a 50v50 uh, briefly. What, what was that after? Game Awards or something like that? Uh, or, it, was, uh, it was over the weekend of the Game Awards. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was a cool thing like to try out. Like It's kind of like you know with Mayhem on uh, Destiny. It was like, hey, this is just available for a limited time. You know, Play this. Um, that's kind of cool. I like that idea. I like the idea that they're testing different game modes because there's also yeah. like we just did uh, a weekend where there was a sneaky silencer. Yeah, that's what it's called. I was trying to remember what that was called. And so what that includes is like it's every silenced weapon in the game. Yep. And th- which is only honestly maybe five or six weapons. Yeah, it's like submachine guns and pistols. Really, like there were you know there's no explosives. There's no uh, machine guns. No rocket launchers. Yeah. I mean, and and so. And the items that you would get would be like, hey, here, here's a bush. And so you put on yeah, like this sneak around this bush camouflage and it's like, yeah. oh, here I can, I can now I'm a bush. And right. so you kind of hide on a field, wait for somebody to walk by and then yep. take them out. Um, but yeah, dude, like those limited time events, if they're testing those to see what potentially they would include in the full release or what people like and, and maybe some of those mechanics, um, that feels like that's a really cool way yeah. to let this let this develop. Be like, oh, well, this is a really cool game mode to include. Let's you know get crazy with it. Like the fifty v fifty thing was nuts because, especially in Fortnite, you have like a lot of building mechanics. Yeah, and so some people that were in on your team would literally just be building giant castles right. the entire time, and uh, and farming for those resources to be able to do that. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool thing. That was one thing I was thinking about, like that I'd love to see them like maybe toy with is. Um in the squad mode, uh, assigning um, each player a class. So, like, here's the medic. This is the sniper. This is, you know, these are two maybe just well-rounded kind of combatant guys or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and maybe not spawning in, but maybe giving them, because, I, like, I still like the idea of, like, we have to go find your stuff. Yeah. Uh, but maybe giving them stat bonuses for um, each one. So maybe give, like, the healer, Maybe give him a team bonus if you have him there or something like that. Like he can heal the team. He can heal someone else rather than just himself or something like right. that. You know, and that would be really the cool. Players don't. And honestly, with like a hero shooter like like paladins, like you yes, think about, true. like they're gonna have different yep. abilities depending on who you choose. And so maybe you can assemble your team um, in the way like an Overwatch kind of does, where it's like, yep. oh well, we need a healer and we need a, a damage dealer and we yeah, need a tank. Yeah, you know. and so you you kind of determine yeah. what those roles are and then dive in and see yeah. what happens. I that's, think that's a really cool idea. That's that's yeah. interesting. That's something I hadn't thought about. Maybe. Well, I hadn't thought about like you know. That, I'm, that it could be paladins that could like kind of introduce an idea like that. Something that I've thought about um, with this genre is like you have if 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 someone like a Call of Duty introduces like a yeah. mode like this, it would it would need to be a little bit smaller probably because you can't necessarily have Call of Duty graphics and level of of intensity necessarily in some, such a large maybe area. I don't you know think about how big the maps in Battlefield are man yeah. And Battlefront, like, that's true. And that's what I was, you know, like one of the things I want to talk about as well is like, you know, what are some, what are some other games that we'd like to see incorporate something like this? I think Call of Duty is my number one, specifically because the first person shooter mechanics of Call of Duty are top notch. They yeah. are the best. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than the way that game feels in a first person shooter. Yeah, 
Um, my number one, I think, is probably Gears of War. Hmm, that's to, awesome. I'd love to see them incorporate something like this. That's really cool. Um, and I wouldn't honestly mind if it was um, maybe a smaller map so the gameplay uh, loop was a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be cool to even see things like, okay, here is a Battle Royale mode and all you have is chainsaws. Like, yeah. That's it. No bullets, just chainsaws. You know? like Yeah. We got to get right up on people and stuff like that. Like that'd be pretty cool. That's one of the, the nice things. Like if if it's an even playing field as well. That, like that's one of the nice things that I thought about the uh, the sneaky silencers mode yeah. was that yep. because it had had such a limited uh, number of weapons, it was really you against another person and you are yep. equal. You have well, the same weapons. It doesn't like what you drop into and or what you've looted along the way. If you've lucked out, like it doesn't really matter that much because yeah. at the end of the game. Everybody is just rocking the same four weapons. Right. Well, and, and they like, uh, I think there was, a, it seemed like there was a higher drop of, what are they called? Epic? Like the, the top tier weapons? I can't remember. Either that or Legendary. It's, yeah. It's, it's confusing with like, I always think Destiny. I know, where right? Legendary We're, is right below Exotics. And yep. so, I don't know. It, whatever the top tier yeah. level is. Yeah. There definitely seemed like there was more top tier weapons of that. And they were all pretty like close range weapons, they were, you know, pistols and, and SMGs. Like they weren't, you know, snipers. They weren't uh, ARs. They were shorter, medium to short range. I yeah. would say that. Um, so like that really kind of like made you, it made you play different. I loved that. Yeah. It's interesting how a small change like that can make everything feel different. Yeah. And so it's intriguing to me if a, uh, Gears of War or even like a Halo or something like that, if those games come up with modes like this mm-hmm. um, that are just kind of the standard free-for-all, yeah. but are but are true kind of Battle Royale-type modes, yeah. um, how different it can possibly be. Because um, already you've got the realistic PUBG and, and the, the kind of comical uh, yeah. Fortnite, now the hero shooter of Paladins. Um yeah, I mean, it, there's there's all sorts of stuff that they could branch into. I, th- I feel like, you know, you mentioned Call of Duty. It would be cool to see how things like care packages would play into this mode where it's like, hey, you know, you get, you know, five kills and you can call in um, a helicopter that shoots the heck out of the map or something. Yeah, like an you know? airstrike. Maybe, maybe not like the ones that like, uh, yeah, maybe something you have to choose where it's not like yeah. it automatically, you're, you're probably guaranteed to get kills or something like that. But right. hey, I want a carpet bomb that part of the map over there. Let's yeah, do so, that. So you have to like see, oh man, there's a there's a whole crew that's in that house over there. Yep. Let's let's call in the uh, the airstrike on it. Yeah. And so you could kind of store up things like that if you had like the kill streaks in there. Yeah. Um I also think about if someone licensed Hunger Games, like literally just did a yeah. Hunger Games type of a thing, like yeah, that would that. be very cool. Yeah. Where like I think about how they force people together in in the books and movies. Oh, let's flood this entire area. Yeah, of the map. yeah, that's kind of cool. Or let's drive them there with with poison gas or or whatever it ends up being. Um, yeah, that. Uh, that I mean, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, you know, like yeah, what if part of the island sank, or what if part of the island caught on fire, or what if the point of part of the island had. Um, wild animals coming at you or something. Right. I mean, you could do numerous things just to force people together. Yeah. And uh, rather than just the the acid rain is coming the in storm. or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, the uh, that that genre I feel like is ripe for all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah. Like out of uh, it's probably the most like fresh 
thing that we've had in a while since like horde modes i feel like whenever horde mode kind of first was debuted like everybody grabbed onto like a horde mode yeah horde mode or like i i I know like an mmo like that's not new but like when you know destiny first came out on consoles it's kind of like well this is the first kind of thing like this for consoles you know i think that that was probably like i compare it to that in the sense that um it feels as innovative as that Mm -hmm. um but yeah the reach is way beyond way beyond that this is yeah you're right this is more like a horde mode kind of style which is cool like you think about okay after you know horde mode comes out it it was another play on tower defense kind of stuff but yeah uh horde mode comes out i think you know things like left for dead were kind of a a play on that. Yeah. Like so a, what, what if uh, basically, you, like, Oh, this is a horde mode, but in a campaign. Yeah. So what if you added some kind of narrative to this or, or some kind of like objective, like it'd be kind of cool. Like, Hey, there's objectives while this is all happening. Yeah. You know, like, uh, go disarm this or go plant this or rescue this person and escort them or, you know, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. like, it'd be cool just to <laughs> battle off other people while you're, uh, while you're trying to do something, you know, develop these plans. Yeah. And if, if you have a hundred people into the same map, you, you could create, uh, a different kind of task for each group where it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, if you, let's escort this person from point A to point B. And then yeah. there's other people who are tasked with like stopping them or whatever. Like yeah. if, if you kind of orchestrated some of these world events, um, I feel like that could be a really cool thing as well. Like mm-hmm. if you, if, cause obviously the map stays the same. So if you really like say, Oh, always there's going to be these 50 different roles and we drop you in, in pairs of two and you're going to get one of these random 50 roles this time. And if you achieve your thing success, if you don't not, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's lots of weird things that you could do with this. Yep. And I want to see all of them. Yeah. I think it'll it'll happen. It's it's fairly easy to implement rather than a lot of like the Destiny MMO kind of stuff. I feel like we're just now seeing a lot of those kind of come out and come to fruition. Where it, yeah. the division, but that's kind of like that was fairly yeah. recent I mean, and, and that's, in development at almost at the same time as Destiny. That's one. another game I could totally see this working in. Yeah, dude. Especially like th- throw the like the mechanics of the dark zone mm. on top of this. Mm. Where you're, you know, extracting gear or and trying to get yourself out you know before maybe the the people catch up to you and it closes in on in you. a lot of ways like the dark zone does have a, a similar vibe but at, it doesn't have the forces everyone together kind of stuff yeah. it doesn't have the oh man we better stay silent over here kind of stuff like it's right. it it definitely is uh it's different but whenever you do get into those gun battles with somebody or somebody's chasing you down or you're chasing someone else down it has that same adrenaline rush like yeah. it has has the same emotion well even what if what if it's you know it's like a situation where like it's closing in um and uh you have to extract yourself out but and you can extract yourself out anytime but that won't mean like if you extract out too early that would mean you're not number one yeah la- you know left in there and you know what if it didn't give you the player count that's left just kind of like you just don't know like it, are there a hundred people in here? Or are mm-hmm. there ten people in here? And I was like, oh, is it, it gets super intense. Do you go ahead and hit a roof and get out of there, right. or, or do you stick it out? Yeah, and if maybe it's like that's paired with like some kind of objective, like do you bail or yeah. not? You know, or like a loot kind of a thing yeah. where it's like, oh, can you can you stock up for the next time or whatever? Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it, that's super interesting. GTA also has a uh, a kind of mode like this. Um, 
that they that they put out it's a little bit different where you go in kind of already stocked up and uh and it's 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 fewer people in that world but they definitely have like a hey parachute in last person standing kind of a mode yeah so yeah that's uh that's our take on the battle royale genre of games i'm like i'm really optimistic about where this could go agreed i'm having a lot of fun with fortnite right now whenever PUBG kind of stabilizes i'm sure i'll have a lot of fun with that too it's also promising, I think, that a lot of these are hitting the early access thing and then yeah. gradually improving yeah. and kind of pivoting, doing something right off the bat, but then pivoting to what the community kind of yeah. wants. So the the craziness with uh with with Fortnite. Fortnite once it's once it got kind of stable, they're like, well, here we're let's imp- implement and double down on the things that are we're good at. Yeah, and uh, and with PUBG, we've seen within a month or so, we've seen three updates and each one has progressively improved the performance so it will definitely get there um Mm -hmm. as far as the optimization goes so yeah yeah something we didn't we didn't talk about you know like if paladins goes well we could possibly see origin uh overwatch and incorporate this into the game that'd be wild dude yeah and that that game like you said has the hero shooter kind of aspect of it it also has the really cool lore behind it um, and definitely has some elements of, of that lore that would li- potentially lend itself to having a battle royale. That's true. That'd that's be really cool. that'd be really fun. It'd be awesome to see what they do with yeah. whatever environment, larger scale environment. Because like every single map that they put out with uh, with Overwatch, there are these small details, these little small touches that of of like environmental storytelling and so a potential larger uh, scale map would be really intriguing to me. Um, what is Cliff Blazinski's hero shooter? I can't remember. Lawbreakers? Lawbreakers. What if it was like something like that? Like, like you know, they have the flying mechanic. Mm, yeah, uh, the no gravity or whatever. Yep, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be wild. Because then you could create a more of a 3D-esque environment. Yeah. Titanfall's another one where it's like, hey, introduce Titans into this. Mm, and oh it's my like, gosh. That could be wild too. What? Holy cow, I didn't even thought about that, bro. That's insane. I mean, Titanfall 3, you know, you never know what they're up to. That's true. I mean, that's the thing. That's why, like, to me, this is like, it's a, it's a, it's a, an innovative new game mode that couldn't happen until recent years, where it's like, right. hey, we can handle 100 players in one server on, in one game. Yeah. You know, then, okay, now what can we do with that? Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome, dude. For sure. And it started in such a weird way with, like, uh, with them modding um, DayZ. And, yeah. and then, like, oh, well, let's rather than do that, let's build it from scratch if right. we're going to, you know, and then they just built this game from scratch. And I think it hitting the public consciousness and the fact that so many different developers can implement this into the already existing franchises means we'll see more of these sooner rather than later, which is really promising and introduces, like you said, competition into this where it's like, well, what's the most fun of these? Obviously some of them are going to be not fun and fail. Yeah. But so far we've seen two, relatively inexpensive like so PUBG is like 40 bucks on console i think it's about the same on pc it was 20 dollars it? it might be 20 i don't know it's it's not like a full price game though um, 30 that's what it was yeah it's 30 29 yeah, yeah. yeah um and then fortnite is free to play and so you have like these are kind of relatively you know low cost 
of entry to try it out and see what happens. So if that trend continues, yeah. um, it doesn't necessarily have to continue if it's just a game mode in something like a Call of Duty. But yeah. if it's a relatively low low risk thing for the player to try out, I don't see any reason why it's it's a bad thing. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's it for this week. You can find us online at cntargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chriswright250. And John Wright 777 And at cntargetpod, please go to your podcast surface of choice and leave us a review. Tell all your friends about us. It's awesome. We appreciate it. What are we talking about next week? Do we have anything? I don't think we have anything on the calendar for next week, but the week after that, we're going to be talking about uh, Rust Volume 4. Nice, dude. This going to be awesome. Yeah. Pumped about that. Potential special guest on that episode, which is very cool. Yes. I am very excited about it. I am too. Well, you'll have to listen to find out that's right um i don't think we have any movie reviews until the until next month sometime february it looks like the middle of february yeah. is about whenever all of that starts and it starts and keeps going man yep. for a minute there so it'll be uh it'll be interesting um spring into early summer i think yeah yeah that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay, stay on target, target.